the logistics of it is, is, is quite simple. You look for a area that's kind of a gridded area where, you know, the streets are straight or you hope the street, <laughs> the streets are straight. Dizruns Radio, episode 832, starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode, today's episode of the show is brought to you by Audible. Uh, just a, a, a one of those few recurring bills that I get every month that I'm actually kind of excited to pay each month because it means that every time my credit card gets dinged, uh, I've got more books coming my way. And uh, you know, as I've said before, as I'll say it again. You, I know I wish, probably you wish as well, that you had more time to read, although not for nothing. Write down, maybe you do have more time to sit down and read. But uh, when, when life is busy, when life is crazy, when you've got kids at home and you're trying to get some work done and you've got all of these different things going on, uh, maybe you can get for a walk, go for a run, listen to a book at the same time, become more learned, and get your exercise in simultaneously. And nothing works better for that, in my humble opinion, than a, a subscription from Audible. And if you haven't tried Audible before, I would encourage you to give it a shot. What do you, what do you got to lose? Literally, free 30 days, free audio book that you get to keep whether you extend your trial or you, whether, not extend your trial, whether you extend your membership to become a paid member or not, uh, the book is yours. And you can still listen to it even if you're not a member anymore or even if you're not getting paid, you still, you know, the app is obviously free. You've got the book in your catalog. You can buy a one-off book here and there if you would be so, if you would so choose. Um, but like I said, I think it's well worth, you know, the 15 bucks a month for one book or 20, I think I paid 23 bucks a month for two books each month, plus a couple of audio audible originals. Um, I can't recommend it enough. And here's the best part. Not well, maybe the best part for me, maybe it doesn't make any difference to you, but the best part for me is that if you go through my link, which is disruns.com slash audible, disruns.com slash audible, you get a free trial, you get a free book. And the show also gets a little kickback for recommending you. So if you just go to the Audible website, you get the free trial, the free book anyway. We don't get anything here. You go through the through the trial link, disruns.com slash Audible, which not for nothing, basically just directs you back to the Audible front page anyway. You still get the trial. We still get a little kickback. The lights stay on. The show keeps going. You get a book. Bada boom, bada bam. And the rest is history. So... Check it out if you haven't done so already, disruns.com slash audible. And now let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, there are uh, you know so many creative people in the running community and shoot in the world as well. And, and today's guest is one that uh, I think has to be near the top of, of any such list when it comes to finding creative ways to, uh, to, to make his runs meaningful and interesting and all that kind of good stuff. Um, and uh, today's guest is known in some circles. Maybe in, maybe you've heard of him before. I had just kind of stumbled upon him a couple days ago, but uh, uh, certainly excited to, to get to know the, the human Etch-A-Sketch because he tends to uh, write words, names, and or phrases uh, with most of his runs via the GPS tracking on his routes. So pretty pretty cool stuff. Uh, honestly, I can't imagine how much time and effort goes into planning a route, uh, you know, doing it once, let alone the, the literally hundreds of times that he's done it. But uh, it's, it's pretty cool. 
uh, obviously pretty awesome. And I'm certainly looking forward to hearing more about why he does it, how he does it, kind of some of the nuts and bolts and what kind of plans are in the future uh, when it comes to GPS etch-a-sketching routes uh, with the man himself, Mr. Rick Zortman. So Rick, thanks for joining us today and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be with you today. Yeah, looking looking forward to it. And guys, if you want to find out more about what Rick's got going on, some maybe some of the reasons behind it as well, uh, runforarmstrong.com is uh, a great website to head over to and, and uh, kind of see some of the work he's done in the past. And if you want to follow along with what he's got going on on, on uh, social media, Instagram and Facebook, uh, same handle, both places, which is which is always easy to remember. It's it's kind of it's that nickname that I mentioned earlier, Human Etch a Sketch. So at Human Etch a Sketch, all one word, spelled just like you think it would be. Uh, and for those of you that don't know what an Etch a Sketch is, Google that as well, and, and you'll uh, you know <laughs> t- take a trip down my memory lane for sure. Um, but Instagram and Facebook, once again, at Human Etch a Sketch and disruns.com slash eight three two is a link back to the show notes for today's episode. And as per usual, I have everything linked up there. Uh, photos, links, uh, the whole nine, disruns.com slash 832. So, Rick, the, always, the way we always start off each episode of the show is with a, a very uh, simple question for me. For some folks, it's a, it's a simple question to answer. Uh, some people, it's a little bit more difficult because there's a lot of good options out there. But it's a, it's a great way... Either way, it's a great way to get the, the conversation started and kind of lead us into uh, the rest of the conversation for the day. And that's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Well, my favorite distance to race is probably a half marathon because it was the first ever race that I did after the death of my son. Now, uh, my son was diagnosed with cancer back in 2008 and I was stationed overseas as a military contractor, and um, my wife at the time had called me and said that he had had a seizure. And I was like, you know, what, you know, what do you want me to do about it? I'm seven thousand miles away, and come to find out, I ended up getting emergency leave to come home. Mm. I I came home and uh, I left and got home on a Monday, November twentieth. And on Monday, it was, it was like the 23rd, 24th. I was told on the 20th, but um, the doctor came in and told us that he had cancer. And uh, we fought about uh, cancer for a few months before he ended up passing away in April. And what I wanted to do to remember him by was he loved to run, he loved Diego, and he loved to eat. Well, everybody kind of likes to eat. And I wasn't going to watch Diego, you know, every day for the rest of my life. So I thought, I thought I'd pick up running. And I was never, ever a runner. Um, I ran when I was like in grade school. And then when high school came around, I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. I'm not fast. Um, this just isn't for me. I felt it was kind of stupid just to run in a circle. So, um, so I picked up running. And there was a 5K that they did a week and a half after uh, in my community. And I ran most of that and was like, okay, this, this is kind of a relaxing tool. So I signed up for my first half marathon. And coincidentally enough, on this day, today being uh, Friday, March 26th, uh, was the first time I ran a half marathon in Kansas City, the Rock the Parkway half marathon. So that was my first ever long distance run, and I'm not really fond of the marathons because it takes too long of training. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, a half marathon, I can easily go out and bust out 13 miles, um, anywhere from an hour 45 to two hours, 
if I needed to. And it's it just, it, for me, it doesn't take a lot of training because of what I do on a day-to-day basis for me to go out and, and we'll get into that here in just a little bit to me to just go out and run. I just find it easier because when a race starts, I, I try and catch the next person. Mm. And then when I get to the finish line, then I'm, I'm done. Right. So that's kind of like my favorite. And I've done over 30 half marathons and I plan on doing many more once this virus uh, stuff is done. <laughs> yeah, you, you and you and everybody listening is is chomping at the bit to to <laughs> have races back on the calendar and and uh, obviously be safe enough to be in groups with races and things like that. Right. Um, but yeah, everybody's in that that holding pattern as we're re- recording this and the and people will be listening to it in the hopefully I, I keep saying you know we're recording it in the midst and hopefully by the time people are listening to it we're in kind of the starting to be on the downslope. But uh, who knows when that that downslope. Uh, will will be, but um, so you know, obviously, uh, big time tragedy. You know, I, I've got a I've got a five year old at home, and and uh, you know, I, I I can't imagine what it's like to to get a phone call or to to hear from the doctor, find out that um, you know, a child is is and it's bad enough when a child is sick with with you know with with the the flu or or you know something like that. Let alone you know you start throwing that that cancer word out there. Uh, and then obviously the, the, the loss of a child, um, you know, I don't want to, to dwell on, on that, that the past too much, but obviously it's a big part of, of your running story. Um, right. getting, getting into, into running as a way to, um, you know, like you said, one of the things that, that he loved that your son loved to do and, and kind of a way to, to maybe feel like you're connected a little bit. Um, how I have to imagine that that was a big part of it probably still to this day, but certainly in those early days of, of the grieving and, and, um, you know, for lack of a better way of saying it, kind of making up for, for lost time was, was that, or making up not for necessarily for lost time, but for time that, that was taken away from, you know, from the rest of his life. Um, how did that, how did running play into that healing, grieving, uh, process that, that no doubt, like I said, you were going through then probably still going through to this day, probably for forever. Uh, but how has, has running, uh, helped you on, 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 in that area? Uh, running actually has given me the opportunity to just go out and self-reflect and just go out and not only to stay healthy, but to remember his memory by, um, it's, it's simple for some people just to, you know, say, you know, it was great to have a life with this person. And then you have a mourning period. And then after that, you, you move on, which, you know, you move on regardless. But when you are dealing with someone that you loved, especially a child right. um, in your family, um, it, it's tough because it changed me. It changed me for the better and the worse. Um, the worst being that, you know, I've lost my son. Right. He was the youngest of five. And it was just it was it was just devastating. It devastated all of us, all of his friends, all of his family, it devastated, you know, a community. And so, um, but at the same time, it kind of helped me for the better because my emotional, uh, my emotions have been improved. Um, you know, it's, it's, if it wasn't for his death and his fight with cancer, I wouldn't be doing what I do today. And all this, goes back to Armstrong it just it it was just a a tragedy that's turned into something uh 
better to remember his memory by. Right. Right. Um, so, so you're, you know, out there getting some miles in kind of figuring out that, that running is, is something that you enjoy doing. I would imagine, you know, it, it is as much as for, um, all of the reasons that you mentioned, I, I assume that there probably was some, some, uh, you know, some, some just, that, like I said, that you just do, that you enjoyed it. Um, when, when did, uh, I guess we'll just jump to the to the, the the main the meat and potatoes here. When when did the idea come in to start um, using your your GPS uh, tracker to start writing things out? And, and you know, I I believe if, if I got my story correct, the first thing you wrote was Armstrong's name, or was there something else before that? It was actually something before that. Okay. Um, I was actually kind of messing around with it in uh, June of 2017, where I was just finishing a run. And I was gonna. I was finishing up and I wanted to do like a dot, dot, dot. Cause I wanted to like make something like say to be continued. And I noticed that when I paused the app and then restarted, it drew a line. And so I was kind of interested by, well, if, if it does that, you know, maybe I can experiment with other things. So I started doing, you know, numbers at a time to see what that would look like. And I was like, okay. Um, and then numbers turned into simple words Mm-hmm. Uh, like, wow, I did, a uh, a name of, and, and if you look back on some of them, they, they just look horrible. <laughs> um, because I, I didn't know really what I was doing. I didn't know really how to read, you know, a gridded area as well. Mm-hmm. So I was doing like simple words and I started doing names and I started doing, uh, you know, just different words, just trying to, at the time that things were playing out, like in July, mid July, we have a thing in Iowa called Ragbri, and it's a, the Register's Annual Great Bike Ride across Iowa. And so what I was doing was I was kind of getting ready for that, and I'm on a team, uh, a team RWB that we do the bike ride with. And before the bike ride, I was trying to sketch out, you know, Team RWB, you know, Ragbri, you know, some of the people that were going to be a part of this. And, and then it evolved to... You know, when I came back from Ragway, I was like, okay, let's see if I can make this a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And so August, I kind of focused on, you know, you know, my friends and, and different names and different words. And towards the end of August, I had an idea where in September, with it being Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, mm-hmm. that I would start off with my son's name and then put it out there and be like, I'm going to do, you know, children or if there's any name that anybody would like to suggest or see via GPS, um, please let me know. I really don't care the length. I don't care, you know, the name. I don't care where it comes from. I've got names, you know, all over the world to the point where, you know, there's some names I can't pronounce, Mm -hmm. but I can at least, you know, with it being spelled out, I can at least run it. And so Mm -hmm. uh, the first day of September, I ran Armstrong Spirit, and that was almost a nine-mile run. And I had actually had it planned out on paper to figure out, okay, where do I turn? Where, where, where do I, you know, figure out to the point where I can make this look legible so mm-hmm. somebody can read it. And so uh, the word got out that I was doing this. And I had three other friends that each did a name that month. So between me and four and three others, we ended up doing 101 names wow. in 30 days. Wow. Yeah. So uh, there were some days where I was off and I just dedicated my days to running. And 
there was, uh, I think one day I ended up doing, uh, six names. Wow. Where it was like, okay, I'll run this. And then, you know, obviously they were short names, mm -hmm. but they were names regardless. Right. And each name has a story. So to be able to run for somebody and be like, Hey, you know, this was for so-and-so, um, people that give me the names, um, sometimes will tell me the story. Sometimes I know the story. Sometimes I'll read about it and run the name. And once I put it on social media, I usually will tag the parent or the person that gave it to me. And then anybody that has that name. So that way they can see what I'm doing mm -hmm. and then they can, you know, reach out to their friends saying, you know, Hey, this is what this guy does. And then if something comes up for them, then they can reach out to me and say, Hey, by the way, I heard this story or I have somebody that's, you know, going through some stuff. Can you run their name? And, mm -hmm. you know, I first started doing it with kids fighting cancer and I still do. That's my main, main goal. But I've had times where, you know, somebody's reached out to me and it's been like, you know, my husband five years ago on this date, uh, was killed in Afghanistan. Can mm -hmm. you run his name? Um, I've had an aunt, uncle, um, that are going through cancer. Can you run this name? Um, and just a couple of days ago, uh, for the first time, I actually ran somebody's pet because, you know, with some people, pets are their children. Right. And so to lose a pet, uh, of course, I've lost, you know, many pets growing up. I have that knowing and understanding that, you know, it kind of sucks mm -hmm. losing a pet. And so... So I ran a uh, pet's name for the first time a couple days ago, but it's, it's just, it's, it's gone so much. Um, I've had uh, a group in New Zealand that it was last year they were going through, I think there was a shooting in New Zealand and somebody there reached out and said, Hey, can you run this phrase? And you know, I'll, I'll slur it if, if I say it, but, um, it was, I think it was Kia Kahara, I think. It, and they asked me to run that. And we, my wife and I now, that was her first sketch with me, mm. and we and we ran that. So uh, it's been phrases, it's been names, you know, anything that comes up, especially like in the news, like I might just go out one day and be like, okay, I'm going to run this phrase. Mm -hmm. And I kind of did that on September 11th of 2017. I was trying to figure this out, and I ran Never Forget. Right. And I wasn't asking for stories at all. I just was like, you know, I was just scrolling through Twitter trying to figure out what I was going to run. And I saw that and I'm like, I'm just going to run Never Forget. And everybody was, you know, saying, thank you. Right. This is where I was on 2000, um, in 2001 on September 11th. And they told their story and I didn't even ask for it. And mm -hmm. it was just nice to see how much a simple run could bring so many memories back for others. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, I mean, you know, it's, it's especially for that one, cause that, you know, that's you know, September 11th, one of those things that, that obviously anybody that is old enough to remember can remember, you know, kind of the, the JFK day or the D day uh, type of thing for, for folks of, of other generations, uh, at least older generations that, than myself that I, I wasn't around for, for those things. But, but certainly, you know, I can, I can pretty much recall uh, still, uh, you know, exactly everything that, that, that I did and, and where I was and who I was with, uh, on September 11th, 2001, just like I'm sure everybody listening can, um, how, how, what are the logistics like for planning out some of these runs? Uh, cause I, 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 
think you said it, you know, especially when you were figuring out some of the, the early words, kind of having a, a, a turn by turn plan in place. And which kind of made me think like maybe that isn't exactly how it works anymore. But but what 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 is the, the planning that goes into when you when you get a name or, or a phrase or, or, you know, what, what you decide that you're going to run tomorrow? Um, what, what is the planning process that goes into it for you? Okay, so my, well, the first thing I do is I, I write the the person that gave me the name or or where I found it at, and I write I write it in a book, so that way I've got it you know written down. And then there's no particular order unless somebody specifically asks me, "Hey, can you run this on this date?" Mm-hmm. It would mean the most to me. Um, there's there's really no rhyme or reason when I run a name. Uh, I currently have over fifty on my list to run, and I've ran. Uh, with all of the names so far, and there's some names that I've ran duplicates of, but I've ran 1,050 names, um, and that doesn't count the words, phrases, or drawings. Right. I'm, I'm closing in on my 1,400th wow. sketch, which will probably come sometime next week. But the logistics of it is, is, is quite simple. You look for a area that's kind of a gridded area mm-hmm. where – you know, the streets are straight or you hope the, street, <laughs> the streets <laughs> right. are straight. Um, and you kind of look, okay, what, how can I do this? How can I, you know, fit in a name? Because, you know, living in Coralville, I, I do my runs in Iowa city and it's not that far away. It's just a few miles. And I can do, if I plan it out up to an eight letter name here, uh, there's sometimes where I've got to walk, a little bit of it because some of the streets, you know, they don't connect, mm. but I can connect them by, you know, pause my app, walk into where I need to go and then restart the app and it will draw a straight line or close, close enough to a straight mm-hmm. line and, and then go from there. Um, there's play, I've ran in 67 different locations. I've ran wow. in 13 different States, one foreign country, and I'm trying to hit all all the counties in Iowa when I've done, I do believe 36, 37 counties, 35 counties so far in Iowa. And the thing is, is that when you look at a gridded area, you're like, okay, great. I've got the gridded area. It looks awesome. What you don't see, however, is the elevation. Mm, Right. And so the elevation is uh, something that kind of surprises you when you get there. Cause there was a time when I ran a Missouri Valley and I had everything planned out. And when I got there, I was like, oh, this is great. And I turned the corner and there was a 45 degree hill. <laughs> and I was like, oh, goodness. Um, yeah, this is. And, and of course, I, I, I have to run it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you don't know what dogs are going to be out. You don't know what people are going to be out. You've got people that like I go up back and forth on streets. And if people don't know what I do, they kind of look at me like I'm lost. Right. They're, they're like just looking and be like, um, do you need help? Mm-hmm. I'm like, nope. I know <laughs> what I'm doing. And then uh, sometimes I'll, I'll tell people what I'm doing. Sometimes I'll just uh, just run right past them. So just to look at a grid and then I figure out – I write it down on paper to see what the best way to run it is. So that way I know where to start. I know if I have to pause it for a diagonal letter such as an R or a V – or an X, um, I know where to pause it, mm-hmm. where to walk, and then go from there. I've, I've done it so long that it's it's it, it's second nature because of the route that I've ran in. So 
you just look at the gridded area and then you go, okay, how can I make this work? Right. And, right. and you're looking at night, you know, I'm coming across, uh, three years cause I started this in 2017 and I'm now closing in three years. Technically I started this in June with, you know, just kind of figuring it out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I really hit it hard in, in July and April, July and August. So my next run, which today, um, I'm actually running Steve and I'm running Raquel. Uh, this will be my 676th day sketching. Wow. And my run today will push me over 4,200 miles. And that's just going out and running names, words, phrases, mm-hmm. and or drawings. Wow. Um, okay. So drawings, I'm going to put a pin in that one and come back to that in a second. Sure. Um, but, uh, for for those that are listening that that maybe you know would like to try it and maybe maybe this is maybe maybe I'm one of one of these guys that like you know this could be I I, I probably am not gonna go as uh, as as all in as as you have been and and make this the thing I do every every run basically but it would be a fun it'd be a fun little you know little thing to do once in a while um what uh what app do you use first of all let's let's start there what what app okay so I, I use the app map my fitness map my run and. What I what I do is is when I have to come across a diagonal letter, as I usually pause the app and then I walk to where I need to go to connect it, and then I'll restart it and I'll watch the line draw it, mm. and then I'll I'll, I'll continue running. Um, there has been some times where I've got to figure out like like today I'm doing a V, where I've got to you know restart it and then walk a little bit to make sure they know I'm it's I'm actually running and then I'll repause it and and go to the second part of the diagonal of the V and you know it's it's taken a lot of practice and I've ran with a lot of different people because they've wanted to see how it's done and there's been times where I'll run like when I was stationed overseas for six months I actually had a couple people run with me one uh, wanted to run the name of of his child that was just born because he couldn't get home in time so he wanted to dedicated run to his child um i had one just run just to see what it was like i've had uh, a person run with me because they wanted to run for somebody else and then the second run we did uh i dedicated to her son because she didn't see that one coming Mm -hmm. and it 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 makes it more personal knowing that if you've got a name and you can run with me that you can see how it's done right. and then they can share it with others. Uh, so it, it's, it's, it's kind of a fun way to do it. And when I usually do something like, you know, names and phrases and all that, I don't go necessarily, you know, full speed. Mm-hmm. I want to go at a speed where the GPS will follow me to the point where you can read the name once right. I'm done. Right. Because if you, you know, if you, you know, run fast and then, cut a corner it may screw up the letter or screw mm-hmm. up the name to the point where you're like okay uh i just screwed that one up i gotta go back and redo that one again so was that it kind of sounds like something that maybe you kind of learn as as you go was that something that uh you know was it was trial and error throughout the process absolutely and and i've i've tried you know i've done every letter in the alphabet uh x and it's funny because x's are the worst because you have to pause it and restart it so many times to get it right mm. that 
I do believe it's you pause it and restart it at, at least uh, three or four different times, possibly five different times, just wow. depending on how you want the X to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it's just it's different to do, and it's 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 just a way of coping for me mm-hmm. being able to do this. It's uh, a way that my son has somehow directed me to do this and to do this for others. Um, like I said, I've had people from you know New Zealand, Australia, England, uh, and all places in the U.S. have reached out and been like, hey, can you run this name? Here's the story behind it. Mm-hmm. Or can you run this phrase? Here's the story behind it. And I have no problem doing that. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, last week, uh, we, we were all told that Kenny Rogers passed away. And so right. I attempted, we all know him as the gambler, um, know when to fold him, mm-hmm. know when to hold him. So I attempted a, uh, drawing of a King card, which was basically like, you just ran like a rectangle. Mm-hmm. And then on the top in each, in two corners, I ran, or I walked the K because obviously the K has got diagonal letters. Right. Um, so, and, and then afterwards, when it turned out really well, as I added in my drawing app, I just added two hearts where the K was, kind of making it look like it was a uh, king of hearts. Mm. That's, that's uh, kind of get, brings us back to the, the uh, thing that, the, you know, the comment about drawing, drawing pictures as well. Um, Obviously, that's that's one example of, of doing a drawing as opposed to to writing a name. How how elaborate can you slash do you get when it comes to doing a, a drawing versus uh you know writing like again not that this sounds easy but like you said it's kind of second nature at this point to do letters like you've figured out how the letters were a couple of them probably still a little bit tricky here and there like you said the X is still tricky but you you got it you know you can do it um but how elaborate do you get when it comes to drawing stuff. Okay, so I, I I've only done eight total drawings, and and sometimes, sometimes it just comes accidental. Like I'll just go for a run, and then I'll get done and be like, that kind of looks like something, and then I'll kind of go back like the next day, and because I, I did a run, and I came back and looked at it, and it was like, well, it kind of looks like a foot, mm. kind of. <laughs> so what I did was I added, you know, I went up and down streets and made it look like toes the next day. Mm-hmm. So then it, then it definitely looked like a sock or, or, you know, a foot. Um, what we also did is we did, um, <clears throat> I was, like I said, I was stationed overseas and I was just kind of looking at the map and I did a star where I actually had the map and had it logistically where I wanted to do. And it was mostly a walking star. It really, there was like a, a part of it where you, you know, you have one straight line, that you can run because everything else is kind of angled. Mm. And so that, that took, uh, I do believe three to 45 minutes just to do. And I had it planned out on the map of where to go, where to start the app and where to finish it. And, you know, those kind of take some times. Um, so it's, it's just to the point where drawings aren't really my thing, more like names and words are mm. because I can easily do letters it's hard to really go out and do a drawing right. of some sort. Um, so it's, it's just, you need a, a, a field 
if you're right. going to draw something, uh, if, if you're, if you're going to do letters and, and phrases, you know, then you've got a graded area. But if you've got a field big enough where you can pull something off, um, then, you know, good luck. At least go out and at least quiet is right. what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Somewhere where you don't have to worry about cutting through people's backyards and, and things like that. You can, you can have a lot more artistic freedom in a field as opposed to on the street somewhere. Right. Um, Speaking of of uh, the artistic freedom and, and the creativity, like I said in the in the intro, I feel like this is this is a really creative endeavor and and the type of thing that um, I don't. I mean, never in a, I, I it's you know probably a bit tongue in cheek, but I I can never in a million years would I would I think that I could come up with some idea like this. I'm sure I probably could in, in a million, given me a million years. But um, <laughs> you know, do do you feel like are you a pretty creative person? Is that something that, that comes naturally to you, or or um, is is this just kind of one of those those ideas that that hit and it's stuck and and you know who knows when the next type of a, a creative idea like this would would ever come along. It's, it's something because I, you know, I'm, you know, not really the creative type. I mean, we all have uh, a creative side. And so when I was trying to do this and, and kind of learning and, and now to the point where I'm expanding to the point where going to different cities and trying to be challenged by, you know, their settings and, you know, their altitude and, and all that fun stuff, it makes it interesting and a challenge because like I said, I've, I've done this. I've done this in uh, 50, uh, actually I've done this in 67 different places. Mm. And when you look at an area, like usually when I have a day off, well, I obviously can't do it now with the virus and all that, but um, usually I would like to travel to different towns and to see what I can do in their towns. Because some towns you can do like a three, four, five letter name. Sometimes you can do up to a 10 letter name. Mm. And, uh, there was one time in 2018, my son was graduating from high school and I did his name, which is Montgomery. And then I did class of 2018 after that. And both runs combined were almost 13 miles. Wow. And with the Montgomery, I mean, you've got two M's. Right. Which is huge. <laughs> it's a big letter. You've got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got an N and you've got an R and you've got a Y for diagonal. So you're, so you're walking that. Mm-hmm. So I think that one, both of them combined, like I said, both of them were over just almost 13 miles. So both of them, each one was over six. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things like the more I, the more I think about it and hearing you talk, it's, it's kind of goes back to, to what you said either before we officially got started or before, you know, in the early uh, part of the conversation, it, that that line starts to blur sometimes for me too. But you know that it, it's kind of second nature for you now. You you kind of can look at a map, and if, if you know if the streets line up, um, it, it kind of kind of works out, or at least you you have an idea of how it's going to work out, and then it's just a matter of of going and doing it. Um, how often, if ever, do you just go out and run and not do a bunch of of letters, or you know, I, I put, try to put a drawing together, or or things like that, like like. Is that something that, that is a regular part of your running routine too, to just go out and just run and not worry about writing names or phrases? Usually usually it's like the bad weather, like when it rains or or if I just want to sleep in. Like yesterday, I just wanted to sleep in a little bit and I, I had to work later on. So I just went out and just went for a run. Mm-hmm. And I just go and just run wherever. And 
when I get close back to home, I'm like, okay, this is what I did today. Okay, great. Um, I know when it, when it was cold, you know, I have a treadmill, thank goodness, um, that I can run on. And if it's to the point where the weather's crap and it's raining, I, you know, I have a treadmill as a backup. Mm-hmm. But there'll be some days where I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go, you know, do a couple names. And then there'll be a day where we'll be like, you know what? I really don't feel like doing a name today. I'm just going to go out and run and see what I can do. Uh, so it's kind of it's it's kind of like I want to mix it up just because everybody that tries to run every day, you know, you're doing the same route. It gets boring. It gets mundane. It's just it, you're just like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I'm tired of doing this every day. For me, it's a mix because I can go out and, you know, do somebody's name or, or do a phrase or, you know, wake up and be like, okay, this is what's going on in the news. Cause you know, a COVID-19 run is planned in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just to the point where you just wake up and you're like, okay, what, what do I want to do today? What do I have anything that's planned that needs to be ran today? You know, what, what can I do? What do I have time to do? Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird because it's, just doing all this, I, I would have never imagined doing all of this to yeah. this day when I started this in 2017. And now I've got it on a spreadsheet now where I can just look and be like, okay, I've ran this name, but I ran it diagonally. I haven't ran it horizontally. Mm-hmm. Let me run that because all of the most of the phrases that I've done are all horizontal. So right. like if I want to combine a run, so let's just say, for instance, that I want to I am seeing, I'm seeing you, you know, fight through cancer or, or you're just having a bad day and I see it in your post and I'm like, okay, what can I do to cheer him up? I can combine a phrase and then combine your name, put it in one picture and send it to you. And I can, and it'll say like, Denny, you can do it or you can mm-hmm. do it, Denny, or, you know, you know, congratulations or motivator or anything. And I can combine the, the, inspiring words mm-hmm. to your name so that way if you're having a problem going out and running you can print this out and see it and be like you know if this guy can run this word and this name for me and right. send it to me the least i can do is at least get my shoes on and get my butt out the door mm-hmm. and go out and run do, do you hear that type of of feedback from folks from from time to time or even more regularly absolutely that- absolutely. absolutely i've seen uh different stories where you know, I'm in 20 different running groups. So I, I've seen, you know, I've seen weight loss people that are fighting weight loss. I've seen people fighting depression. I've seen, you know, all sorts of things where people are trying to fight things. And I see the point where it's like, okay, what can I do to cheer them up? If I haven't ran their name, I'll go and run their name. If I've ran their name, I can combine it into a, you know, kind of like a collage picture and send it to them like, hey, you know, you can do this. Um, because it, it's just nice to see some so, sort of motivation that is sitting in front of you that will get you going. Because if you're just sitting in a chair and you're like, yeah, I really don't want to do it today. But if you actually have something that's printed out and be like, hey, this is for me. This is to motivate myself to get going. Um, I just ran um, last week. I actually, or actually, it was a couple of days ago you know, with everything that's going on, I went out and said, you know what, I'm going to run doctors and nurses and, mm-hmm. and thank them for their constant effort, not only through this virus, but everything that they do. 
And it was just, just an idea just to run the words doctors and nurses. And I had already ran thank you. So I, I just put it in one big collage mm-hmm. or in some of the posts, you know, you can, you know, collect four or five different pictures on a post and just the feedback I got from it. Most of them were like, thank you, all this and that. And then of course others were like, Hey, try and run, you know, respiratory <laughs> therapist. And I'm like, <laughs> right. well, I need something bigger. <laughs> I need something bigger for that. But, uh, but yeah, I've always, I always get requests to do, you know, different things or different phrases or different words. Um, it's just fun to show others when I get a chance to run with them, be like, okay, this is what we're going to try and do. Uh, like I said, I, when I do this, I don't do it for speed. I just do it for the accuracy of the letter. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing it by myself, it's usually like an eight and a half, nine minute pace. If I'm running with somebody, it could be up to, you know, a 13 minute pace. Mm-hmm. If we have to walk some of it, we'll walk some of it just so I can show them, Hey, you know, this is what I do. Right. And then they can go back and they can either try it on their own or they can just say, you know, Hey, I ran with it for, with Rick. This is what he did. This is his story. You know, if there's something that you want to see, you know, or something that needs to be ran, mm-hmm. you know, reach out to me. Uh, first part of March, you know, we had tornadoes in Nashville. So I just went out and ran praying and then ran Nashville. Mm-hmm. So now it's to the point where, you know, down the road, if you have someone that's, you know, that you want to say, hey, I need some prayers and good thoughts for this person. I can put praying right. and then the name combined in one per- picture and send it. Wow. That's, that's, I mean, what, what a great, yeah, great idea, great uh, planning. I don't, maybe it was something that you stumbled in after the fact, but having that, that, uh, you know, that, that bank for lack of a better way of saying it of, of those, those general words, the prayings and the thank yous and the things like that, that then you can, you can use to, to customize. Um, that's, that's, pretty awesome. Um, for, for those that, that are listening, and again, I might be one of them that might want to try this. You know, we talked about the app that you use. Sounds like, again, to try to get some of the logistical stuff for anybody that might want to, to dabble with this a little bit. Do you kind of pretty much track it as you go? So like you're kind of keeping an eye on the phone, on your phone and, and what your GPS is looking like to make sure that your letters are where they need to be? Absolutely. I've actually had it where I was running a name and for some odd reason, the GPS didn't start where I needed it to start. And I was three-fourths of the way done with the name. So oh, I had to run all the way back to the beginning and run that line just to make sure it went through and then run all the way back. So a uh, two-and-a-half-mile name ended up being almost a four-mile name <laughs> because GPS didn't want to kick in. Um, for those that you know are friends that are friends of mine on Facebook, what, what I did for my wife on her birthday was I actually went out and ran happy birthday. Mm. And it was kind of like a birthday present to her. And every day, friends that are on my list, I send the happy birthday. And they're like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, happy birthday took over seven miles to run. And it was well over an hour. But just to have something simple, you know, right. everybody everybody has a birthday. Everybody wants to celebrate. But to see something like cool, like, you know, oh, my God, this guy ran happy birthday. Like, seriously ran happy birthday and had GPS sketch it. Mm-hmm. And he's now sent it to me, you know, kind of makes the day feel a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. And, and again, you know, in, in, uh, 
this this day and age of of social media and you know facebook reminding everybody when it's your birthday like you know getting a little typed something like it's cool but at the same time it's like eh, what like not a whole lot of effort goes into just typing out happy birthday but uh yeah having having a a, a, a written out via gps happy birthday like even 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 if it is and, and, it, and it is even if it is you know the same one photo or same one image that, that you did you still had to do it that that first time, so it's still a, a, a whole lot cooler than just "Hey, happy birthday" generic uh, message. So yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and and, and it's 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 weird because if you just look at it, anytime I do like a double decker phrase, like if I'm doing like like last week, I ran the word the phrase "social distance." Mm. If you see it mapped out, or you see it mapped out, you're like, okay, that's pretty cool. But when you see how I actually did it, you're like, you're in awe because. When you do a double-decker word, you have to start one of them or do one of the names backwards mm. to, to hook it back around because you're just not going to you know, run the, the word and then come back and run that backwards and then run another word. So like with social distance, I started with the L and then did the A and then the I and then the C and then the O and then the S wow. and then brought it down four blocks or a few blocks and then ran distance, you know, D I S. S T A N C E. So when you see it, you know, just in an image, you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. But when you actually see how I did it, you're like, holy cow, you know, he ran, you know, this word backwards. And that's how, you know, when I have something that big to run, I actually have that scripted on paper. So then I know, you know, what street to go go down Mm -hmm. or, you know, where I need to turn. Because it's, it's, it's tough because once you get, a double decker phrase and then you get you know you screw up just a little bit <laughs> you're like oh my god i screwed up i gotta redo that and you, and you don't want that so that's mm-hmm. why i've got it you know you, you see me if you see me out running you'll see something in my hand that means that's something that i've it's kind of like a guide that i've got in my mm-hmm. hand knowing okay this is how i want the name to look yeah. And all I can, all I can think of in my mind is I'm hearing you say that is, is, you know, a proper etch, etch a sketch and how, yeah, yeah. Like you go back and then like, if you find out you have to come back, we used to make mazes with them all the time. And it was like, Oh, like, you know, you have to go that, that same thing of following the path all the way back. That's the last thing you want to have to do to, to make some little correction. So, um, I mean the, the, the name, the, the nickname is, is very apt. And again, for, for those, those youngins out there, Google etch a sketch and, and, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and check it out. Um, as we're, as we're getting to the point of, of wrapping up, Rick, we'll kind of shift, shift a little bit off of the etch a sketch stuff. Although I, I'm definitely intrigued. Count me interested if 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 slash when you ever make it to Florida to do this if if you haven't been here already um, would love to join you and if slash when I make it to Iowa hopefully I can I can <clears throat> saddle up with you at some point there um, but uh, you know kind of like I said shifting off of the, the etch a sketch stuff a, a, a little bit uh, just like to to kind of close with one kind of general generic question I call it a philosophical question just meaning that it's very open ended uh, we can kind of take it and long answer short answer medium answer whatever works for you but this is where we'll wrap things up for today. Um, just curious, and and we probably touched on it a little bit already, but um, you know, since you started running after the loss of of his son, which again, huge emotional, stressful situation, a, a, a thing that that no parent wants to have to deal with uh, or have to live through, um, and, and that was your your introduction to running to where you are today and writing names and and you know, sending messages and, and paying it forward that way with, with your running. Uh, we'd just be curious if you can try to put into words 
And if it doesn't work, then, hey, we'll, we'll just wrap it up here. But how, is, how has running changed you over the last, uh, whatever it's been now, 12, 12, 13 years, if I'm doing my, my math somewhat correctly off the top of my head, uh, you know, how has running really changed who you were dealing in the, in the aftermath of, of uh, Armstrong's passing to, to where we are today? How has running changed your, your life over the last you know, years of, of your running career? I think it, with the focus, you know, you know, really hitting it hard in 2017 has really been uh, a life changer just because on the fitness standpoint, uh, you know, the older you get, uh, the more you want to stay in shape and the more you just you need to go out and just get a run in or just stay active one way or another. Mm-hmm. And so running for me has uh, definitely improved my longevity on life because, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in life. So with everything that's been going on, just going out and, you know, getting a two-mile run in or getting a four-mile run or just going out and doing something helps me, you know, with the concept of losing my son and then showing my kids, you know, hey, by the way, I'm a, you know, middle-aged man. Uh, I can go out and do this. It's got the interest of my kids Mm. and wanting to go out and at least attempt to run or at least run, you know, just a mile or two here and there when none of us were running, you know, back in the day. So the motivation that I am doing now is motivation that I'm hopefully passing on to my kids being like, you know, hey, I'm really busy, but, you know, a one or two mile run will kind of rejuvenate you to the point where, you know, you can rethink things through or you think while you're running and then you come back like okay i feel better you know how can i improve on my day how can i you know how can i improve the life of others you know how can i motivate others a simple step of just a fitness type thing where you know you can be in the gym or outside or even in your house for that matter if you're doing something or anything just to keep you going fitness related wise I think is a big deal for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And and certainly, uh, as, as is oftentimes the case with these, I feel like I'm nodding my head the whole way through and I'm like, yeah, I bet you half the people listening are are nodding their head too. And yep, absolutely. Got to keep moving, got to stay healthy. Uh, absolutely have to, to make that a priority, which, which is why we're all runners, right? We've all kind of figured that, figured that little piece out. So, um, guys, if you haven't connected with Rick already, find out more about, uh, some of the causes that, which we, we didn't even get into, um, but some of the causes that's, that's a lot of the information at runforarmstrong.com. Um, and if you have, names, phrases, suggestions, things like that. You can get them there. You can also get them on social media at human etch a sketch on both Instagram and Facebook. Uh, once again, disruns.com slash eight, three, two is the link for today's show notes. We'll have everything linked up there. Uh, probably dig up some scrounge up some examples of, uh, some of the, the words and phrases that he's, he's, uh, uh, done over the years, uh, and, and post those there if you want to check them out as well. And obviously you can check them out on, on the social media and on the website as well for him. But, uh, disruns.com slash eight, three, two is the link to take you back to the show notes for today. So Rick, uh, thank you once again for, uh, for making the time today. Thanks for, um, sharing some of your story and, and some of the why behind it. And, and, uh, thank you for continuing to, to spread some positivity in the world, which, which we need now we need, we need all the time, but, uh, you know, yeah, we need, I just appreciate need it all you doing the time, it. especially this time. So yes, thank indeed. you so much for having me. Well, yes. And, and uh, again, thanks for the time and, and certainly uh, wish you nothing but the best. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Rick and myself. And as per usual, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was what was your takeaway from our conversation today? Um, for me, fairly straightforward. I think. I don't know. I mean, it was it was my takeaway. Maybe it, it wasn't didn't even register for you. But for me, it's it's you know obviously what Rick is doing pretty cool writing names, and it's one of those little things that that maybe on the surface doesn't seem like a lot, but it's something that just puts a smile on somebody's face, lets you know that they, that you were thinking about him a little bit, um, and and I think that that's just something that we can all use once in a while, or we can all maybe do a better job of of showing others that we're thinking about them, doing something little. Something that uh, you know that that we can pretty much fit into our daily life. Maybe it's making a phone call, sending a text message, um, snapping a photo, like whatever it might be, running somebody's name. I mean, whatever. But doing something like that that uh, lets somebody know we're thinking about them, lets somebody know that that we care about them, and maybe just maybe it brightens their day a little bit. And you know, even obviously right now, still kind of in the in the middle of all of this. COVID-19 situation. I mean, you know, like we can't give a hug. We can't give, um, a handshake. We can't, you know, gather in person necessarily. Um, but we can do something little that still shows people that we care about them. Still shows that we love, we love them thinking about them. And then beyond that, you know, once, once we, we finally, hopefully sooner rather than later, get this virus under control and life gets back to normal. You know, you're listening to this eight months from now and life is life is good and things are, are back to where they were pre-COVID-19. Guess what? We can still do little things for each other to let let them know we're thinking about them. Let, let, let them know that we care about them. And so that's that's maybe my, my big takeaway from here is just, just that reminder to look for those little opportunities to let people know that we care. Maybe it's it's writing somebody's name with your run. Maybe it's something different. But figure out what that thing is that might work for you and, and just spread it forward. Spread the love a little bit. Um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing anytime, but especially right now. So that's my my takeaway. Uh, what about you? What stood out to you from this episode? Let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can slide into the DMs there and uh, give me a little update. You can also tag me in a post if you if you post about this or you, you, you know, do some something to spread the love a little bit. I'd love to love to hear about it if you, if you're so willing. Obviously, you don't have to, but uh, tag me in a post. Slide into the DMs. You can also shoot me an email, disruns at gmail And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today, which you can find at disruns.com/slash-eight three two, which will take you right back to to the show notes to the to the blog post that accompanies every episode of the show. Uh, we got you know obviously the the write up the 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 Cliff's notes version, if you will, maybe the Ellen's notes. Is that what we should call it? The Ellen's notes version, since she's the one who writes them. Uh, but but we got her write up. We got photos. We got links. We got all of those things. Disruns.com slash eight, three, two. And then at the bottom, of course, there's the comment section. You can leave your thoughts and feedbacks, takeaways there as well. And uh, that way other folks can see them and maybe we can get a little conversation going in the show notes for today's episode. So uh, that is just about it for today. One last plug for, for Audible. I mean, I, I love it. I love it. I really do. Uh, currently on a deep dive into gut health, which is what I've been spending my credits on lately. Um, 
usually more businessy stuff, but I've uh, been, been diving into diet, nutrition, uh, gut health a little bit more, maybe as a way to kind of try to help boost my system in case I come into contact with uh, coronavirus, which oh, so far, you know, knock on wood, been, been steering clear of that, staying home, trying to avoid it. But uh, just in case, trying to make sure my, my body is in tip-top shape. And uh, that starts, in my opinion, and what I think a lot of the research is pointing to, in the gut. So working on working on reading some books on uh, gut biome, microbiome, uh, gut health. Uh, not that you need to be into that type of stuff, but it just goes to show the depth of topics that can be covered uh, in, in Audible. So check it out for free. Dizruns.com slash Audible. Get yourself a free copy uh, of, of, of the book of your choice. It can be any book you want. Uh, at least any book that they have, obviously. Uh, and it also supports the show at the same time. Dizruns.com slash Audible. And until next time, y'all, please be well. Please take care. Please keep your distance. But always be looking for ways to to give a little something back, to let somebody know you love them, let, let somebody know you think about them. And uh, maybe that's passing the show forward, paying this show forward, telling somebody else about it, that uh, maybe maybe you know, you're know you running friends that you're not able to run with anymore. Hey, maybe maybe I can be that go-between. I can keep somebody company on a run. Um, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm overselling myself. But uh, whatever. If you feel like telling somebody about the show, if you like this episode, let them know. And uh, until next time, y'all, please be well. Take care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you guys.